Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be alpha male body language. And as you can see with my friend in his green shirt, this is Dr. Dominic Deanna, a good friend of mine. You probably heard me talk about network care off and on for years. I talk about it in my books. And I wanted to bring him in today so we can talk about body language and how network care can help you get over your fears, improve your level of confidence, and what it can actually do for you. Because I got clients all over the world, and I know many of them go to network chiropractors in their countries and their cities. So I wanted to give you guys some more information on it. So this is Dr. Dominic Deanna. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me on, Corey. Uh, super excited to share this information with everybody. Uh, I've been watching Corey's stuff on, on YouTube, and, and uh, I've learned a lot from him. And in watching all this stuff, and then other people as well, I'm saying, hey, these guys are all telling people what to do. And I'm watching, how do you pick up girls? I'm watching, how do you handle certain interactions with women? And I'm thinking, man, everybody's talking about what to do, what to say, how to dress, how to do your hair, what kind of shoes to wear, what kind of clothes, how to look cool. And I'm thinking, they're missing the boat. Because you have two different people saying the same thing, wearing the same clothes. And one of them's killing it. He's getting all kinds of numbers. And then the other one's like, how come it's not working? And I'm like, yeah, because physiology, the state that you're in, the energy that you have, I mean, what is it? Body language is 65 to 85% of our communication. And they show this guy, they tell him what to wear, what to say, but he's got the Mike Tyson posture. You know, and he's approaching a girl and she's like, oh shit. You know, you can see her body respond. And I'm thinking, man, somebody needs to share with these people about state. And how important it is that your body and your physiology be where it needs to be because that's the majority of our communication and that's that's what I'm here to do. Cool. So you got he's got a list of things that we're gonna we're gonna go through. I got a grocery list. We're ready. Let's start shopping, man. Let's, let's do it. So in other words, if somebody's gonna come to you and obviously what I recommend is like when I'm in town, because I don't there's not a good network doctor down in my place in South Florida, and so a lot of times what I've been doing the last year about every couple months I pay Dominic to come down and not only work on me but friends and family and work on a bunch of us over the course of a weekend and so what I, I usually end up doing with him is like on Friday night he'll entrain us one time and then he'll usually do an entrainment Saturday morning one on Saturday afternoon one on Saturday evening and then one on Sunday morning early Sunday afternoon and then Saturday or Sunday evening like around five six before he hops on the road to drive back to Orlando and so my experience with network care it's just like working out or anything it's like with network care each time you get worked on your body's gonna loosen up a little bit and if you're kind of bent over like if you've ever watched the video they did years ago called body language that attracts women I talk about how your your chest being out your head being back your shoulders being back how that affects your physiology and what you're actually communicating. And most people, if you observe them, especially if you watch that video, you're going to notice their shoulders are rolled forward, their heads forward, their chest is kind of rolled forward a little bit. Pupils if, dilated. Yeah, or they're in a bar, they're sitting there with their drinks in front of their chest like this because they don't, you know, and this is your emotional center, and that means they don't feel comfortable. Whereas guys that are relaxed have their arms down at their side. They have their drink down to the side. They, you know, it's a very relaxed, non-threatening, open type of physiology. But if you're having a hard time implementing the things that are in in the book, 
it's more than likely because your physiology is kind of jacked up. You can be doing all the right things, saying all the right things, but if your physiology is communicating fear, anxiety, nervousness, or you're having a threatening type of body language, women aren't going to feel safe and comfortable around you. Even though they might be laughing at you or with you, they're going to still shoot you down. Or even worse, you're going to attract your ex-girlfriend, that bitch, that reactive person, you know, and you're like, why is it I keep attracting these, these emotionally volatile women or, you know, they're beautiful, but, and they seem nice up front, but then they end up being high, you know, emotionally hijacked, they're volatile, that you get in the same abusive, uh, verbally abusive relationship you had before, and the reality is, is like attracts like. Uh, if your physiology is in a certain place, you're going to attract the same. It's interesting in our office, sometimes we do muscle tension scans that map out the muscle tension pattern the person has, and that tells us a lot about their behavior because it makes sense if you see it a certain way, your behavior is likely to be a certain way. And couples always have the exact same physiological patterns. And the reason why that affects behavior is because your physiology is your reality filter. Literally, your body is your reality filter. So your story about life, how you perceive life, is not consistent with the circumstances. It's consistent with where you're at. And like attracts like. So if you want to not only do all the great stuff that Corey just said, but literally attract a different type of person, like you connect with a different level of conscious person, like someone who's kinder, someone who's gentler, someone who's more chill, someone who's more successful, then you literally need to have your physiology at that place in order for that person to connect with you. I think Tony calls it mirror, mirroring. Matching right? and mirroring, yeah. So it's like each time you go, because like, I tend to, since I don't have regular chiropractic care, I tend to get a lot of adjustments in a short period of time. And so it's like each time you get worked on, it's like you loosen up a little bit. And so my recommendation is if you don't have a great network chiropractic doctor in your city or your country, is it's definitely worth your time to get on a plane, come to Orlando, and let Dominic work on you over the course of a week. And so what that would look like is if is that you go in like on a Monday morning, get worked on, have your lunch, and then go back sometime Monday afternoon, and then Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, Friday morning, Friday afternoon, and then once on uh, Saturday morning, you'll get seven entrainments over the course of a week, and that'll really help you loosen up. So by the time you hop on a plane and you go back, you're going to feel different. You're going to notice it in your physiology. Your head's going to, it's going to feel better to have your head back. It's going to feel better to have your shoulders roll back. It'll, it'll be more natural. It won't be forced. Yeah. Because if you haven't had network care, oftentimes, like if you watch the video Body Language that Attracts Women, you're forcing your body into those states. And as you go through life, especially as you get older, is like your physiology literally bends you into that kind of a position. You're literally stuck there. So your muscles hold you in that physiology. And that is your reality. That's how you experience life. And when Dominic works on you and all that muscle tension drops in your spine, you're just naturally going to relax and open up and feel more chilled out, feel more peaceful. And everybody's going to feel safer around you, including women. You only know if you're the type of person that kids are always kind of skittish about, kids will tend to come up yeah. and hang around you more. Strangers will hang around you more. And even animals will actually feel more comfortable coming around and being around you more because you're giving off a vibe of peace, of being relaxed, of being calm, of being safe. And that draws people to you like moths to a flame. When there's more peace inside, there's more peace outside. 
and uh, and that's what we do. And you know, I was talking with uh, Corey earlier, and I was sharing with him. I said, you know, muscle tension is a short-term strategy. Your body is actually really, really bad at storing tension uh, uh, at all. So it's supposed to be a short-term pattern. Like, 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 let's say you um, you have a traumatic event or you have a confrontation with someone. Your body gets tight. It literally stores the tension that's consistent with the amount of emotional charge that you had at that time. And it's almost as if the tension is supposed to be a short-term holding pattern until you're out of that stressful situation. So then you can go home and take a breath and just say, okay, let's recover now. Let's let all that stuff go and move forward. The challenge is that most people don't recover. And I'm sure there was a good reason for it. They had a, a, a really tough childhood or they have a rough job or they have, you know, their ex-wife is busting their balls or their ex-girlfriend is giving them a tough time. So they're all tight. And then they wonder why they're having a hard time. Well, if muscle tension is supposed to be a short-term strategy, not moving forward and being stuck in the past is consistent with all that tension. Again, another short-term strategy. Well, then how are you supposed to move forward? So literally, the care that we provide in our office is designed to help you recheck in, re-experience the energy, the emotion that you didn't fully deal with. Because if you did, it wouldn't still be there and then help the person resolve it. So what ends up happening is as we work with people progressively, getting the body more and more cleaned up of your past, the person is more in the present and they're more in their nature rather than their wounds, if you connect with that statement. And I mean more in their nature. How many times have you been in a, in a scenario that was really stressful and you reverted to the same old behavior? You know, uh, she's saying some stuff to you, you get pissed off, you yell back at her, and you're like, yeah, man, every time, I, every time she pushes these buttons, I just flare up, I get upset, I get pissed off, and I go into the same uh, behaviors. And I know that they're not constructive, but the person does it anyway. <coughs> That's because your physiology is in that tense state. And as we clean up the tension, literally our clients that come in, they say, you know, I have the same job, the same kids, the same stress, the same relationship, and stuff happens. And now it's like, people are like, you know, you handle it completely different. They're like, instead of getting sucked up into the drama, it's like I'm responding and I'm being cool. And I notice that people around me are responding totally different. It's almost as if I wasn't aware of it, but how people respond to me has more to do with how I show up. It's almost as if the more I get me cleaned up, people actually view me differently and respond differently. What is that worth? Talk about what we were talking about earlier before we started shooting, where uh, how women troll guys when they sense a weakness. Oh man! How, so go go through oh, that explanation. It was really so. Good. My I'm not in, I'm anywhere near the the depth of understanding that Corey is. I look at things a bit differently, uh, and I think that's why what we have together which supports each other so well. My experience has been is that when you approach a woman and you talk to them. Even if they like, oh wow, he's dressed nice, he seems like a nice person, you know, like the kind of caliber of person that I tend to, uh, that I'm interested in, they'll, they'll fish, you know what I mean? They'll push buttons and they'll hear what you, uh, things that you say and, and look for those spots and, and it's the more they comfortable, troll you. they troll you they and, and I like that word and the more they like you, the more they test you, the more they'll troll. Now well, if you pass you. those tests, you're good and their eyes change and they look at you and they're like, yeah man, this, this, this person's good to go. But if they find a button, you're screwed because then they go after it. And what's happening is literally at that point, that woman is energetically in control over the man. And if there's women watching this, you know what I'm talking about. You find a spot, the guy gets uncomfortable, his voice changes, he starts talking faster. Gets and defensive. He gets defensive, you're screwed. Literally, anytime someone has emotional charge, 
what that means is you have an unresolved wound and that person just found the button to activate it. You're toast. You're toast. And I don't know about you, but seldom when I've reacted was the most appropriate response, especially when you're with a woman. I mean, they look for those things and they'll destroy you. So what do you do? Literally anything you have an emotional charge on, that unresolved wound is a doorway into your stuff to help clean it up so that we can help you be a clear vessel. I mean, I, I've been at a place where I was so connected, I felt so open. I go to a place, I'm talking with a girl, and I can tell she's tested me, but I'm cool. She's saying stuff that literally, I should be offended about. I was like, that's a really shitty thing to say, but I was just cool with it. And she just looked at me like she was waiting for a reaction, and I was just cool. And then I actually just blew her off. Let me tell you what, she was on me the entire, she wanted to talk to me, she wanted to connect with me, and I just blew her off. And difference makes a difference. Let me tell you what, and it was like, I felt like a piece of candy walking around. And I was like, the more I blew her off, the more she wanted me. But to get a woman to want you in that way, you got to show that you got your shit together. You got your emotional shit together. Is it okay if I say shit? Shit's all right? Dude. Yeah. I, I hung out with Corey, throw. so shit shouldn't be a big deal for you guys. Uh, um, yeah, literally, getting your emotions squared away, in my opinion, and getting your physiology to a place where you're at that. In other words, you can talk to the counselors, you can talk to the therapists, and there's definitely benefits to be had there. But what I'm saying is the thing that they don't control is how you show up. And when you're cool, you don't need someone to tell you what to say. You're just cool and you give off that vibe. When your body's tense, you're reactive, you can say all the right things. It's coming out the wrong way. And the work that we're able to do now in our office literally cleans up all that unresolved emotional buttons. So you show up cool and you handle it cool. And you don't get trolled as much. Well, you get... You get trolled, but you don't react to it. You, you tend have to respond. You find humor at it. You laugh. You joke around. You don't get butt hurt because as soon as a woman sees you getting butt hurt or you have an emotional charge with something, that's out. You're out. You you blew it. She can sense that something is off. She doesn't feel safe around you, and you can literally see the body language and the physiology in her change to one of kind of withdrawing. Usually, they turn sideways, like they're trying to escape or get away. And this will help you clean up your body language, your physiology. What else you got on your, your little list? Your Behavior list? is an outflow of how you see it. So uh, there's so many different things out there where you'll see someone will say, change your behavior, say this, do this, you know, hold your body different, which is, there's, there's definitely you want to integrate that. But what I'm saying is behavior is an outflow. It's an end product. It's not something that you can change in itself. For example, most people, uh, I think the statistic is 97 or 98% of people that sign up to these different businesses to lose weight. I don't think I need to mention which one. I don't think it matters. But they want to lose the 40 pounds. They want to lose the 20 pounds. I've talked to people who own those type businesses, and I said, what's your success rate after a year? These people came in. They signed up to your program. They eat your prepackaged foods. They show up. They, they do everything they tell you to do. They lose the 20 pounds. They lose the 40 pounds, whatever it is. What's the success rate within 12 months? And they said 98% failure rate. Only 2% wow. are able to keep, get the weight off and keep it off. It's because they're trying to change behavior without cleaning up whatever motivated the dysfunctional behavior. Whatever, they didn't clean up the wound that, that motivated the whole thing. What I'm saying is, hey, the behavior is cool, but if we could work with the person in a way that cleans up their issues that they're storing in their tissues, right? Now the person's cool. And then when they integrate behaviors that work, they can actually apply them effectively because they're able to be that person that would naturally say those things. Completely different outcome. Cool. What else you got? We, 
I mean, I got all kinds of stuff. The body's a source of all emotion, your subconscious, uh, short-term storage, we went into that. Oh man, awareness, okay, this, this is a huge one. So awareness is everything. Yeah, it's not everything, but man, it sure is a lot. If you're aware of your own Talk about body. self-awareness? Self self-aware, you have to have self-awareness before you can have, uh, be emotionally intelligent, be aware of what it is you're talking to. Who's the person being? And how can I show up in a way to connect with this person? There's a difference between uh, talking with someone and, and you're trying just to get somewhere versus being cool or indifferent, as Corey says, which is huge. So truly being indifferent means you're just showing up just to see how this flows and you're cool with it however it pans out. And, and the women pick up on that. If you could show up in a way and be emotionally intelligent, you can steer, guide, and control the conversation almost like the women tend to do intentionally that we're not always aware of, but you could do the same and do it in a way that you can recruit that person to just be so, so inspired by, by who you are and how you show up. And what I mean is talk to that person, what seems to be important to them, what is it that they're doing in their life, and start conversations that they're really passionate about, they're comfortable with, and next thing you know, you have this amazing rapport with the person that you, that you developed because you were aware of yourself enough. You were aware of where that person was enough that you knew the right questions to ask and the right way to go with the conversation. It's almost as if, if you're aware and you're present enough, the person tells you what they're interested in. The person tells you what they want to talk about. But you have to be present. You have to be peaceful. You have to be cool to pick up those very subtle cues. So I talk a lot about being in the present moment as opposed to being in your head because women can sense that. If you're talking to somebody and you're focused on what am I going to say, does she like me, is this going well, or this is not going well, or do I have a booger hanging out my nose? When you, you've got these little mental gyrations going on and you're talking to her, she can tell you're somewhere else, you're thinking about something somewhere else. And she can pick up on that, and she's not going to feel comfortable. And so like what Don was talking about, having self-awareness, being present in the moment where everything else around you dissolves away. You're not thinking about, did I remember to close the garage door? Did I lock my car doors? You're not thinking about all these little things in the background. You're just focused on enjoying being in the moment with her, enjoying the conversation, and seeing what happens next and where it goes as opposed to because when you get in your head you're not in the present moment you're thinking about usually there's something that happened in the past or often thinking about something you're afraid of that may or may not happen in the future obviously like being rejected or not getting the phone number or worried that it's not going to go well when you can truly get in the moment and experience the moment that's where the juice is that's where things just flow and you actually just enjoy having the conversation. You know, Corey, something I'd like to uh, throw out there while we have a few more minutes is the pattern that everybody shows up with. I don't care if they're a professional football player, they're a professional athlete, Olympic athlete, uh, uh, you know, they do yoga, they're a coach, they're a business, they're a successful business, whatever it is. Everybody that shows up in their office that I work with, they have a basic fear pattern, every one of them. And it's interesting to see that in our society and in, in the American culture, Fear is very ingrained. There's a lot of reasons for it that, that would be a whole podcast in itself. But I can tell you that um, it's interesting to see that the people that have come in so far, that have come in from the, uh, 
Corey's uh, program that he has and, and the website and the information you guys uh, uh, have here, as we work with that fear pattern to release the person from it, they're like, I didn't even know I was fearful. It wasn't until I came out of that, as you worked with me over a few visits, that I was aware that, hey, man, my head's forward. What the heck am I doing that for? I wasn't even aware of that. Hey, my shoulders are forward. Hey, that uh, when I feel stressed, I was talking faster. Like, I've had so much of a shift just in a short amount of time, not only from the body awareness exercises that we teach each of our clients that are tailored to them as an individual and their individual need, but also the way that we work with them to help their physiology come out, come out of that. It's amazing to see that in a short amount of time, their business dealings are different. People are responding to them differently. How they feel different. Their focus is different. Their self-talk is different. And man, let me tell you, you get the fear pattern smoothed out. Uh, and I know there's some of you guys watching right now that are like, yeah, man, I have a little bit of that. And then there's some of you that says, no, man, I don't have any fear. I'm not in fear. Let me tell you, the ones that say they have some of that are the ones that are more aware. The rest of you that don't think you got it, you got it. You're just not aware. And, you're, and typically those people are the ones that can benefit from it the most because it's that much of a difference when we help you connect to that and, and work through the pattern. And when fear is dissolved or reduced significantly, you approach whoever you want. You talk to them and you're just cool. And then you could literally be at a place that Corey tells people to be, that place of indifference. Yeah, if you're somebody that's afraid to talk to other people and is worried about what other people think and not, just really haven't spent a lot of time in your life interacting with other human beings, being total, total strangers, getting network care will actually make that feel natural and you'll feel comfortable. And you look back and you think, why was I so afraid of it? But it's like your physiology is going to be whatever your experience is. And so if you're literally locked into a depressed state or a fearful state, everything you do, every way you experience the world, it's gonna be through that filter right. of fear. It's almost as if the world gives you an excuse to play out wherever you're at anyway. Anxious people are always anxious. Nervous people are always nervous. Uh, people that, that get pissed off, it seems like everything's an opportunity to get pissed off. You know, uh, uh, and as we work through those patterns, it's just amazing to see. They're like, yeah, man, I'm not angry anymore. I don't know why. I just got worked on by Dominic three or four or five times, and I'm doing these exercises he's telling me to do. And then now stuff happens, and I, I just handle it completely different. And that's where I share with people the body is the source of all emotion. If you want to change your emotions, you want to change how you show up, you have to change the body. That is the most effective way by far. And, and as we share with clients their own tension pattern and what they can do to manage that better, literally it, I find it so rewarding because now I know that I've shared with that person things that they could do on their own so they could show up on their A-game. I mean, and how rewarding is that to see someone, you know, you hear back from them that people respond to them differently and they're moving forward in their life where they weren't before. And it's not that they're a bad person. You know what to do, but you're not able to move forward. You're not a bad person. You're just someone whose physiology is incongruent with what the mind knows. So I'm saying get the mind, get the information, then do things like what we're doing, I think is by far the most impactful to get you to a place where you could apply it. Yeah, it, it, it makes you more intuitive as far as like body language and reading other people. You're literally able to look at other people, like especially if, like say you're in a group, you're in a group of guys and there are several women in the group and there's a woman that you really like in the group but there's a guy that you perceive as kind of being alpha and a little more confident, maybe she's paying a little more attention to him initially than she is to you and would never care, it makes you so intuitive and so in touch with your own body language, your own physiology, and what you feel, you literally can look at other people and size them up instantly like that. And you can see, like the alpha male that you normally would have been intimidated by, you can look at him and you can see his head being cranked forward, his chest being cranked forward, 
and listening, you pick up on some of the things that he says, you can tell he doesn't have the confidence that you may have assumed that he had. And it's the same thing if you're talking to a woman. Because if you're looking at somebody that you're intimidated by initially from a distance and then you start talking to her and then you see that maybe she's got a fearful physiology, that lessens the fear that you have yourself. And it almost kind of makes you feel like you have an unfair advantage where you may have been, seen somebody and seen how attractive she was and then you start talking to her and you recognize and you can see and sense and smell the fear and the lack of confidence in her body language. If you're in a business negotiation or a sales negotiation or you're in a job interview, you can see that body language and that fear that other people have around you. You can sense it. And it kind of gives you, like I talk about that James Bond smirk. It's like you can size everybody up and tell where they are emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. And that in itself makes you feel a little bit more confident. And the more confident you feel the more expressive you're going to feel the more you're going to be willing to say things and not hold back and that's what really makes you attractive is being who you are not holding back and not giving a flying fuck what other people think about you he's good at that one i'm still working on it <laughs> i'm always liberal with you even when i go to his office i'm liberal with the f-bombs yeah we got to keep an eye on him it's fun though <laughs> you got anything else that you wanted to, to cover on there i think that's it man Cool. So if if you want to go to see Dominic, you can go to his website. Obviously, I have it on the, at the bottom of the screen during the whole video. BeSimplyWell.com is the website. Yeah. And uh, you, is it better to, to go to the website and email you? Or they can call the office if I can give the number. Yeah. 407-599-9182. Or as Corey said, you can go to the, the website. Our contact information is there. Contact the office. We have weekend workshops that we do where we teach the 12 stages of body connection, which is also consistent with the 12 stages of consciousness or opening up. And this isn't foo-foo stuff. Like I work on people, they feel different, and they directly feel how that plays out not only with their body, but how it makes a huge change in, in, in their life. Um, and then you can call the office as well and, and find out. What's uh, that number again? 407-599-9182. And I think you'll be impressed. And the website? BeSimplyWell.com. That's B-E, the word SimplyWell.com. So one thing I, I was thinking of, just the last six months I've been getting my aunt and uncle worked on, and they're around 70 years old, both of them. I love them to death, but they were always, they tended to bicker at each other a little bit. They would kind of snipe at one another. And I remember after the first retreat that I had, we were walking up the driveway to, to my building, coming back from lunch, and they were holding hands, and they were being sweet. And I have—I've never seen them be sweeter to yeah. one another. They—they're kind. They're—they're they're softer with one another. And I haven't seen them bicker at each other in like six months. And I mentioned that to my my uncle as we were sitting having some beers a couple months ago. And he and he said to me, "Men that fight all day get no peace at night." Oh, that's true. And so yeah. when, when you get more relaxed and you get more comfortable in your physiology, you're going to be nicer not only to yourself, your self-talk is going to improve, but you're going to be nicer to the people around you. And if they're getting worked on as well, so it's great for couples. My, my dad, he's about two inches taller. My stepmom, she was in a plane crash and broke her jaw. She had facial reconstructive surgery and 
her physiology was was pretty jacked up when she started getting worked on it. It's, she got fibromyalgia and she's got all kinds of problems and it's really helped alleviate that and she can move her head around in, in ways that she never could before, especially since her accident many decades ago. So it's really helped my family. It's obviously completely changed my life. If you read my book, Mastering Yourself, which you can read for free on my website, understandingrelationships.com, by subscribing to the newsletter, I go in extensive detail about how I come, I mean, you can see I completely changed and completely transformed my life over the last 10, 15 years, and a big part of it is just because of the work that, that Dominic was doing. So if you're, if you want to get my books for free, go to understandingrelationships.com and subscribe to the email newsletter. It's going to be the, the email sign-up box is in the upper right-hand corner of every page. It's the first thing you'll see. And if you want to book a phone session with yours truly, you can click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page and book whatever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you.